Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mental Intimacy. My name is Ian Beckles, and I have Dr. Gina Love with me. How are you, young lady? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How's your week been so Just far? very busy, like always. Yeah. Friday, <laughs> Friday tomorrow. You ever have a week that's not busy? No. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Like, I don't... Like, if, there's, if you're not busy, you do stuff. You know what I mean? So I, uh, I thought I thought that when I was young, as I got older, I was going to do less stuff. Mm-hmm. Why? When is that going to happen? You know, I think that the more time we have, the more we want to fill it with something. It's just I like think you're nature. right. I think you're right. And I think it's our <laughs> mentality. And you're just sitting down. And you feel like you should be doing stuff. And yeah. I think that once you sit down and you're not doing anything, I feel like I'm starting to die. So I know. You Maybe know? that's what it is, too. I think that we're both kind of crazy, we're too. We're crazy. That's, 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 it's all good. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, everybody out there has issues. And, and yes. we, we're the same. And uh, we're going to talk about some different issues that go on in our, in our, on our crazy planet. And... Um, this is a, this word, the word narcissistic. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a word that's been very prominent uh, in our in our country sh- for sure at, in the last few years, and I think it's Donald Trump's fault. <laughs> um, and when I hear the word narcissistic, unfortunately, unfortunately, he's the first person that comes to mind in my brain. Mm-hmm. Can, can you give us a definition of narcissistic, if you can, please? Yeah. And, and I'm going to give you the clinical definition. Please. Like you said, people kind of loosely use the term. Mm-hmm. But narcissism is basically, it's a personality disorder. So it's um, something that you really don't recognize you have. You're entitled. You have no remorse. You think about yourself before others. You're manipulative. Um, just all about you, mm-hmm. really. That's what narcissism is. Well, the thing is, with narcissism, I always kind of put in the same category as an ego thing Mm -hmm. but to me i think ego can be positive can narcissism be positive well yeah i guess it could be uh okay that's a trick it's gonna be tough that's gonna be tough narcissism can be positive well i mean i think that if you are sure of yourself and you're confident Mm -hmm. maybe you could do you can work for a charity and you can do great things in the world i don't know but is it positive to have relationships no you're not going to be a good partner well the thing is when people say somebody is cocky yeah. Or somebody is self-confident. Confident. You, you, there's a, that's a very, very fine line. It is. And to be ego-driven and narcissistic, I don't know if there's a huge line in between those. I think the difference really is that sense of uh, remorse and consideration for others. Mm-hmm. So if you're an asshole yeah. and you're you know, always just thinking about yourself before other people and you're willing to hurt other people so that you can do better things for yourself, then that's a narcissist. I think Mm -hmm. confidence is, you know, you love yourself, you're sure of yourself, but you're also going to be a good person. And like I said, I think I'm thinking of Donald Trump and I can't really think of, (laughs) I can think of a lot of men that I could consider being narcissistic, but I I know it it could, it pertains to women as well. Um, can, can you, obviously, in your practice, you're hearing men or women saying that their man is narcissistic. Do you hear men say that their women are narcissistic? I'm hearing it more and more. It's been the big trend in my practice lately. Really? A lot of men are coming to me in desperation. My wife, my partner is a narcissist. I need help. I feel abused. I feel emasculated. Um, and I think just women, maybe it's social media. That's my okay. opinion that okay. social media has um, kind of created this in in females mm-hmm. where, you know, they feel entitled, they want attention all the time. And if their man's not giving them 24-7 attention, they start putting their their men down. Now, I'm not a therapist by any means, but if, I, if a guy is in my, 
you know, on the couch sitting down. He was like, my, my, my wife is emasculating me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell him to grow a pair first and foremost, but you know, that's not the clinical way to do things. No. If a man says a woman is emasculating him, yeah. wh- where do you go and where do you push him? Because I, I'm, I would tell him to, to buck up, okay, yeah. and, and take care of your business. And that, whatever that means to anybody, because I just don't, I'm not allow, I'm not going to allow somebody to emasculate me. So wh- how, what, what approach do you go to a man that says a, his, his girl, his wife is emasculating him? So it is easier said than done you know of course you would i mean you and i both are going come on just leave her but when when somebody really is giving you narcissistic abuse it's a real thing i mean yeah um they're manipulating you they're cutting you down you know they're they're threatening you like saying well hey other guys at work are flirting with me and you're not giving me attention and they're cutting you down and they're cutting you down until you start feeling crazy and it could happen to men and women and these men come in they're like i just feel like i'm crazy she's making me feel like i'm the bad guy that i'm doing all this but you know she's doing whatever she wants she's calling me names um so it really is like knocking someone down so low that your self-esteem is just broken and you don't you feel trapped that's what's happening to a lot of these men well, I think when you say narcissist, people think it's more about the person. I, I, I think it's a, a lot about a lot to do with the relationship as well. Mm-hmm. If you're a narcissist and you feel you're this and you're that, but you're saying that the men are the, everybody's looking at me and at work, that's more about the relationship and right. the everybody. Narcissists are supposed to have self confidence, right? But I don't know if that's the case. Well, right, and in that case, if somebody is using that like bragging about oh mm-hmm. men are looking at me in this they're obviously craving some attention sure, yeah. so some of this could be a relational problem mm-hmm. um and that and i do see that and when that's the case you know i try to bring both couples in find out what's going on in the relationship why is the woman feeling this need to tell you that she needs his attention right sure. mm-hmm. um but it's another thing when you know p- the guy's just doing his thing and being normal and she's constantly knocking him down or he's knocking her down um and just making her feel like she's crazy i know i just came out of a narcissistic abuser relationship so i know what it feels like it's it's you really do feel like you're going crazy you know you feel like you're being manipulated you're going crazy it's a it's a horrible feeling now uh, the word abuse is a it's a serious word okay we just don't want to throw around the word abuse so like there's some men that are just like you said assholes Mm -hmm. some men are just assholes yeah like uh you, I don't know, dogging out their wives, dogging out their girlfriends, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're nar- they're narcissists. So where, once again, where is that line? If somebody says my my significant other is is narcissistically abusing me, mm-hmm. what what does that look like? What does that sound like? So there's some terms, there's some psych- clinical terms like gaslighting. So gaslighting mm-hmm. is a good um, way to figure out. Okay, am I being narcissistically abused? So gaslighting is when Someone starts, you know, let's say the guy went and cheated on you, right? So he comes home and you're like, wait, I just found out that you're cheating on me. And he really starts making you believe that you're going crazy. Like, no, what do you mean I'm cheating on you? Remember, you caused me to go out tonight because you were, you know, you were mean to me or or Mm -hmm. you neglected me. So I went out and I talked to some girl Mm -hmm. and then the the woman starts feeling like, oh, wow, did I really do that? And you start feeling confused. That's narcissistic abuse. Yeah. But once again, it's. I think it's more about the person who's being abused. Yeah. And maybe their lack of self-confidence because you can't narcissistically abuse anybody who has any self-confidence. self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And we all fight with self-confidence. We all, right. we, we all do, okay? Yeah. And, you know, at the end of it, it's your confidence of yourself. Mm-hmm. 
but we allow other people to steer it, unfortunately. Well, it's good you bring that up because mm. narcissists do attract people that are vulnerable. They do attract codependent sure people. Sure so you're right. If you're a confident individual, mm -hmm. you're probably not going to end up in a relationship like that. You're going to be like, no, I, this isn't for me sure. because you've worked on yourself. But that's why um, narcissists attract vulnerable individuals. No doubt. Yeah. Now, you know, love is something that we've all hopefully experienced and you know, at the end of it, when we all go away, I don't know what the definition of love is going to be. I don't even know if, what my definition of love is at this yeah. point. Um, but, you know, love looks a, a lot of different ways. It looks like different things. But to a lot of things, love is, to a lot of people, love is control, I believe. Um, when is that too much? Like, yeah. uh, once again, I was in a marriage for 23 years. And on everything I love, I don't believe I was very controlling. I, I just, yeah. I never told my wife she couldn't go anywhere. I never told her she couldn't buy anything. I never really controlled her at all. Yeah. And she reciprocated by really not really controlling me and it, and it worked. Mm -hmm. But what is too much control and wh what is too little control? Because mm -hmm. you just don't want to let everybody just go out there and be willy-nilly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think um, a relationship needs to be, you know, where two people have their autonomy. So, you know, you can, you have your life, she has her life, um, but there's respect as well, you know? So like you said, you can't just do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like, okay, well, I'm going to go and, you know, um, sleep with a bunch of guys and do whatever I want. I mean, that's disrespectful. That's, just, sure. that's different. Mm -hmm. But it's all about, you know, I think when your partner doesn't, Tell, allow you to be with your family or tells you you can't hang out with these people or I mean unless there's a real reason let's just say you have a friend that is just a bad influence and as a couple you're t discussing that mm -hmm. and it's like mm -hmm. oh I don't feel comfortable with you doing that but when you just completely say no you can't go out with anyone you can't be with your family you can't do this like, you feel like an animal or like you feel like mm -hmm. a caged animal that's control and I think what the hard part is is uh figuring out how long the leash is going to be yeah. okay because you don't, like you said, you just don't want to say, hey, just go and do what you want to do. No, you, that's, that's not It's either. a bad idea because <laughs> it also, it, it's, it, it makes your significant other think you don't care as right. well. You don't, because I cared. I don't want my, I didn't want my wife running around the streets and acting crazy. Right. But I didn't restrict her, okay? Right. And she didn't restrict me either. But once again, you know, I look back and I, there may have been times where maybe I, I went out too much. I don't yeah. know. You know right. what I mean? So uh, that's the like the give and take. And that's what's so hard in relationships. Yeah. And I think the rule is to just to ask yourself, well, would I want like if you were going to go out and do something, say, well, how would I feel if she did that? Would I be OK with that? Mm. You know, just like do what you feel if somebody was watching you, they'd say, okay, you're a good person and she'd be okay with that and you'd be okay with her doing that. Sure. And then when you talk about relationships and, you know, once at my age now, I'm exposed to a lot of different types of people and uh, I was exposed to some people just the other day that, um, you know, I've always been a pretty normal type cat. What I mean normal is, uh, I don't know how to say normal. Uh, I'm, I've never really been around swingers and crazy yeah. sex parties and stuff like that. You know, I've, I've been on the outskirts of them, but I've never been really, you know. Mm -hmm. And I was uh, exposed to a couple of people this uh, last week. And when I left, I was confused because I didn't know what was going on. And somebody said, oh, they're... Polyamorous, I oh, guess is right. the thing. Yes. Um, they love multiple people. Multiple people. Yes. Now, I'm sure as a therapist, you have come across some polyamorous couples. Yes, I have. Um, how does their barriers change? Because 
I could imagine because I, I mean, if right now I'm, I don't have a significant other, but way back in the day, if you looked at my wife wrong, it would upset me. Or if you, I don't want anybody touching her, and you yeah. know, but how does their barriers and in, in their minds change? I couldn't imagine what's going on in those convoluted minds. It's it's really a tricky subject because I've had a lot of swingers come to my office, and the problem is is that if you don't follow those rules that you guys set, mm-hmm. and those rules, are, there's a fine line in those rules. Like you know, okay, well we can be with other people, but you need to let me know when you're with other people. And that slips sometimes. You think? You know? Yeah, I'll say so. And it's human nature. We're just jealous creatures. I mean, I don't care what anyone says. You know, everyone's going to get jealous at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so with swingers and polyamorous, polyamorous couples, it's just all about the rules and following the rules and sticking to them. You know, that's that's what what, what works. Yeah, I guess. But it's a different mentality. It yeah, is. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it either. <laughs> I'd be way too jealous. <laughs> and, and I think I would too. And it's just, it gets to a point where um, maybe it's just the way your brains are, are orchestrated or, or, yeah. or built that if I'm going to sit there and watch somebody else have sex with that person, I don't find that to be love. No, you know I what I mean? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe I don't, maybe I'm missing something. I, I don't know, but yeah, that's odd for me. And that is a different mindset because, like I said, I don't feel like it's love either. I feel like, you know, love is just so much about connection and intimacy. And that's your moment. And that's so sacred. But, again, that's my opinion. People have their own things going for them. And I don't judge it. But um, it just wouldn't work for me, though. Not me neither. (laughs) And I'm like I'm getting on an age and I'm sitting here and, you know, Dignitary Tea and Kava House is a very peaceful place. But a lot of young people here. And I I watch what's going on and... um, it's not like it was when I was young. No, monogamy is <laughs> not, not a not, word anymore. It's not. <laughs> I, I, I see people sitting down with their boyfriend on one side and their mistress on the other yes. side and their lover across the way. And, <laughs> and I'm just looking at it. I'm just like, you know, if you do what you got to do and, you know, to each his own, I guess if everybody's comfortable. Wait till they turn 40. It won't work anymore. <laughs> I don't know. When they turn 40, I know it's, it's, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird this, for them. This, this world, uh, this country. Yeah. In we'll say fifteen years, it's gonna be weird. I'm just telling everybody. I don't know what's gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna be here still. If if I'm if I'm spared, I'll be able to see it. But yeah. the, the 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 trajectory right now is just very very weird. Okay, it is. It is. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm old fashioned. Like I believe uh-huh. in love. I believe in having that sacredness with somebody. Mm. You know, but that's that's not around that much anymore. So you, if you believe in love, you you believe yes. in being in love like we were we were always like i'm starting to not believe a lot of things that we were traditionally taught mm-hmm. like we were taught to you supposed to fall in love with one person and that's what we tried to do we tried we tried <laughs> okay but you know listen the long and short of it is yeah. the people that wrote these rules and books just the same person that wrote the Bible, okay? Right. There are rules so that we don't kill each other, mm-hmm. okay? I really believe they should be amended since they were wrote, written thousands and millions of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but just being with one person your whole life is, I don't know if it's a, as a natural thing anymore. Yeah. It could be done. It could be. But you're still fighting the urge to sleep with every other person you see anyways. Right. That's right. part of it. It's hard because I think we are animals at the end of the day. We are animals. That's, We're that's animals. A, that's a fact. I know. It's a fact. We are animals and, you know, per, the, the law says don't do this and you don't and you feel like you're dirty. But who wrote those laws? You yeah. know, it's just it's and, and like as you get older, 
Ah, yes, your brain works different. The key is, though, I mean, sex is very important. You know, I'm the number one, the person that's going to tell you that's number one, right? But Mm -hmm. I think there's, it has to be more than that. You know, you guys have to have dreams and goals and Mm -hmm. ideas and, you know, things that are going to keep you growing together as best friends. And, but also keep that connection, keep that intimacy alive. You know, that's important. That's what's going to make you last with somebody. Yeah, but I just don't know if that's their goals. If that's not the goal to, to, to last with somebody, right. I think they're just uh, they're just sticking and moving. They're sticking yeah. and moving and looking at each other, and they don't really care. And and you know, as they go forward, now listen, yeah. relationships are tough. We all understand that. We all have them. Um, and relationships aren't just you, the person with the person you're sleeping with. Right. Your relationships with your children, your relationships with your parents, mm-hmm. it's with your boss. There's relationships with a lot of other people, and communication is probably the most important thing in our our world okay and as i get older i i realize that in communication listening is probably the most important thing Mm -hmm. and listen i speak for a living so i'm I'm good with speaking but i think i'm getting better as a listener as i get older as i get older you know speak on the difference between you know listening to understand i guess and listening to to respond yeah because i was going to say one of the the biggest keys in keeping a relationship tight and long and, and to last long is is listening because mm-hmm. there's hearing you're just hearing me and i'm talking that but to really listen to understand and to you that's called active listening mm-hmm. and reflection so like you're i'm you're talking to me you're telling me how you feel i'm not just going to sit there and go okay yeah that was great i'm going to tell you well ian you know i really heard what you said mm-hmm. and this is what you're feeling and and just giving you some feedback and or even just reflecting it back to you so you feel heard and you feel like i cared sure you know, and that's so important in a relationship. And that's how you're going to learn what that person needs too. No doubt. Don't be closed, closed up on really learning about that other person and what they need. Sure. And listen, words are important, everybody. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're seeing on television and what you're seeing in the government and stuff. It seems like it's not the case, but words are still very important. What you say, what you and what you mean are, are very, very important. And and people are listening to you. Okay. They are. And do what you say. Do what you mean. Correct. And as I get older again, I'm realizing that um don't worry about acting to looking stupid. And yeah. that's the one thing. If I'm if I'm in a group of people and they're talking to me business wise, and listen, I'm usually one of the bosses in the room. Yeah. And I somebody's spinning out a bunch of names and a bunch of letters that I don't know. I'll go. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I was like, could you please explain that? Exactly. And everybody will say, oh well. I mean, I'm I'm not ashamed. Because right. if I don't understand it, that's I- the dumbest. That's being the dumbest. And I'm not scared to be. I don't like to say the dumbest one in the room, but the least uh, uh, aware in the room, you can say, you you know what I'm saying? Yes. You have to ask questions. I mean, if you don't, even in in relationships and all relationships, the other thing I was going to mention is we have a love tank inside us. And when we wake up every morning, that love tank's empty and we need to fill it up. And you cannot depend on one person to fill that love tank. If you do that, that Mm. relationship's not going to work. You need to make sure you have other people in other um, areas in your life that are filling that up for you, you know? Now, let me say this about relationships. These days, I see a lot of these uh, Instagram, you know, posts, and they'll say, "What do you want in a man?" On <laughs> uh, or so, how much you, you, does your man have to make? Oh, and a woman go two hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and 
I have a whole yeah, I know. I mean, opinion on that. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> um, which is, I mean, it's okay to have that opinion. I don't know if you yeah. should be blurting it out. Uh, I think it's kind of shallow to to go looking for a relationship, and that number is where it starts. Yeah. But where are you as a parent? Um, I have two daughters who well, have a son. Uh, I don't think I've ever told my daughters they should go after somebody with money. And I think that's silly. But where are you as far as like a young lady? What should she be looking for in a young man? You can't really tell anybody what to look for. But I'm okay with looking for a driven person. Yeah. But But once again, where is that line to where that person is successful? And I think this comes down to the way you were brought up as well. Like some people that were brought up didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe their line's going to be different than some people that were brought up in these hoity-toity neighborhoods and they saw their dad driving this, you know, whatever car and they expect something. So as a young lady, how tough is that? You're at the club. How do you kind of do the investigative journalism on these <laughs> young kids and see if they're even worthy of talking to? Yeah. And, you know, and I have a, a teenage daughter, so I'm trying mm. to instill in her independence. And, you know, the worst thing that... And in my generation, I think I was, even though my my family was, there were educators, um, they went to college, I still was given that underlying message of find a man that has money, find a man that's going to take care of you. But I never, I never wanted that for myself because I didn't want to be in someone's control. I didn't want anyone to own me like that. I wanted to have my own life, my own money, my own independence Mm -hmm. and have someone to share it with and someone to grow that's going to make me grow as a person. So, I, but I would say that um, what I would tell my daughter or mm. even myself is that you want to find someone that's driven. I mean, I think that's important. You know, you don't want a bum either, but don't go chasing after the money because that's not going to bring you happiness. Correct. Never going to bring you happiness. Correct. And what's also very tough is, uh, you know, a lot of people fall in love with looks. A lot of yes. people fall in love with the sexual part of it, and yeah. and they don't actually don't actually know anything about the the beings themselves. And yeah. um, those are all those are all very very tough things. You have to understand that, like as a man, like I I was married for twenty three years. I have a lovely wife, but I think my mind always knew to go after somebody who was f- fit. To, to bring up my kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if everybody thinks that way. I love that though. You know what I mean? That Actually, I think that's, that would be a great thing to ask yourself. Mm. Is this person fit to have children with? Would I want this man or this woman to be a parent to my child or you know, for young people? You know, of ask course. yourself that question. <laughs> like, you know, looks fade. Uh, money can go away. Facts. But can, yeah. uh, a person and having connections with them and having values, the same mm. values as you, mm-hmm. that's important too. Sure. So important. And mm-hmm. I saw some, you know, players... Uh, like one one year, I see this young lady dating this one player, and then he'll get cut, and then the next year she's dating another player, and the next year <laughs> dating another player, and then that guy's engaged to her, and oh then God. they get married and they get divorced in two years, and she can't cook, and you know <laughs> she looks fantastic, but she can't cook a lick, and you know what I mean? She's out in the club talking to everybody, and yeah. you know you you know what they say? You no, know, they say you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. That's what they said no. way back in the day. <laughs> I didn't say it, but I just, but I had to listen. You have to, you have to listen to it. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That all fades away. Mm-hmm. You know, the inside is just as important as the outside. It just make your, make sure you're compatible. It's like somebody you want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. I mean, this person is going to be in your life. They're going to be living with you, um, spending so much time with you. Make sure that you're a friend too. Someone that you, Correct. that you like. 
as well. Liking is very, very important. And I think a lot of people don't realize that too, as you're hooking up at the club. Forever's a long time, everybody. Forever's a long time and waking up on Sundays and waking up on Wednesdays. And it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not the club. It's not the club. And you have to be with this person all the time. Oh, yeah. And all the time is a long, 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 long time. And don't just get married just to get married because I have guys now that they're they're married, but they're texting girls all the time because they're bored. Like, oh, my, my <laughs> wife is just so jealous and I don't like her. And so that's why I'm talking to you. Like these girls will show me these Instagram messages and I'm like, oh, my God, you, you're so stupid. <laughs> and the guys aren't good at it. <laughs> they're terrible they're at terrible it. They're terrible at it. They're t- oh, my God. Like, guys, you're going to. Get caught, you're okay? Gonna get caught. You're going to get caught. Like in, in my in my 23 year marriage, I, like I didn't cheat on my wife. I just talked to this other one female one time, and I got caught, and nothing happened. Right, and I got caught. Of course, it's because my wife knew me since high school. <laughs> And I just, I think I was telling on myself. Yes. And girls you know, talk to each yes other. Yes, they do. Yes, they, they do. They all talk to each other. And now there's Facebook pages that say, are you dating this, this guy? Uh, really? <laughs> yes. Go on Facebook and Google. It's, are, you, are we dating the same guy? And people are posting photos. <laughs> yes. That's it's awesome. crazy. That is awesome. Uh-huh. I saw a great one the other day. This guy walks in his house and he's pulling up this roll of toilet paper. And he's like, your wife is cheating on you. I didn't know you were married and just keep on pulling it. And he goes, I left my uh, boxers in your wife's pillowcase. And he goes, oh my this God. is all on film. Yeah. He pulls out the boxers and he walks into the bathroom, <laughs> to the kitchen and goes, whose are these? Oh, those are yours. And it was it was very, very entertaining, the, re- the rest of it. Isn't it sad that now you when you're dating people, you have to ask them, okay, are you married? Are you kind of married? Are you in a relationship? Are you kind of in a relationship? Yeah, but this is the thing. I mean, once, once again, as you get older in age, okay? Yeah. If you you're say we'll say 40 years old yeah. okay and you're in a club I, I don't even know what a club is anymore i don't go anywhere but if you're if you meet somebody who's 40 years old you always would you always wonder if they're attractive why don't you have somebody right like you must be crazy if you don't have somebody <laughs> so do you want somebody who has nobody and they're 40 years old you know what i mean it's like i don't you don't know which do you want somebody who hasn't had anybody for 5 years why haven't you had anybody for five years? Right, like what's going on yeah. here? Do you want somebody right off a relationship? Are you bouncing off of that relationship? Yeah. And uh, listen, I'm in a, I'm in a position now in my life where I just don't really want a relationship. Yeah, I just don't want that quote unquote relationship mm-hmm. to where I have to answer anybody. I like to wake up in the morning and you know do whatever the hell I want to do and not have to answer anybody. And that to me is is freedom at this moment. Yeah, and. And, and that works for you. It works for you me, exactly. You have to really listen to what you need. And exactly. let life happen. When you're least expecting it, things will happen. Just, you know, what is it that you want? And just go with it and just be true to yourself. Don't Ex- force things. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. you, when you have relationships, the other, peop- the other person sometimes doesn't see things the same way. No. And they wonder why you look at things this way. And, yeah. you know, uh, to me, if you're in a relationship and as long as you're not lying in the relationship, and you're being honest, and, I, and I've been that way my whole life, and there's not one single young lady I've been with, and I haven't been with that many, but yeah. that wouldn't wouldn't be happy to hear from me. And I think that's, that's so I think that's important. Amazing. Absolutely. If you have to lie, don't be in it. Don't do it. Don't why, do it. Why do it? Not you know, worth it. Uh, understandable. <laughs> so this was good talking about narcissistic uh, clowns, and hopefully you're not uh, messed up with a narcissistic clown, uh, man or woman. I, you hear that there's a lot of women as well. A lot. So Dr. Gene, if anybody wants to get linked up with 
with you. If that has an issue, how do they get in touch with you? Just go to my Instagram at Dr. Gina Love. It's very easy. And I'm an Instagram type of guy, Ian underscore Beckles. I have a couple other uh, podcasts as well. And uh, come hang out, Dignitary Tea and Kava House. We have the best kava, the best uh, kratom in town. And we have an outdoor lounge where you can come hang out. If you have your medical marijuana card, you can come participate. And Dr. Gina says it's okay to smoke weed. I, I heard her say it last episode. So everybody have a wonderful week. Dr. Gina, thank you. Thank you. Everybody have a wonderful week and be safe. Peace out.